Welcome to the Fat AZ Muskie Podcast. I'm Andy. Uh, we got Vance here, and uh, for once, we have Todd Young sitting here. We're actually uh, recording this on my kitchen table. Uh, normally, it's the Ranger, but some things happen, and I got a night free from the wife and kids, so we're doing it in doing it in my house. And uh, you know, this podcast is brought to you by Fat AZ Muskie Products. Check us out, Fat AZ Muskie on Facebook, FatAZMuskie.com. It's also brought to you by Muddy Creek Fishing Guides, uh, MuddyCreekFishingGuides.com, and check them out on Facebook, Muddy Creek Fishing Guides. Uh, we generally start off the podcast with a uh, fishing report from Todd, so hey, you're doing it live. Yeah, for the first time. Probably everybody can hear me a little bit better now. Uh, I guess it is a little bit awkward, a little different looking yeah. at these guys, my gosh. Yeah, I can't make eye contact. With <laughs> no, I, I'm just staring down at the ground. I'm used to just walking around camp, sitting there. Sometimes my daughter's there. But, uh, yeah, the fishing report. I mean, we had a tough, yeah, you know, it was it was really bad weather over the weekend. We had a lot of rain. Uh, boat got drenched. And then Sunday we got rained on again right at the end of the day just to make it, uh, <clears throat> just to make it that much more miserable. I had to take the boat home for a couple of days and, uh, Get it all dried out, pretty much worked on the boat, spent all day yesterday in the boat, which I really didn't plan on doing, but getting everything dried out. and the Fishing was pretty tough. There was a lot of uh, a lot of people out. There was a pretty good-sized tour. Well, I mean, n- n- not a big tournament, but there was a good many guys in the tournament and didn't see a lot of fish caught. There were some fish uh, caught in the tournament. Uh, most of the guys I saw were doing some trolling, but... Uh, uh, you know, I usually keep an eye on what the other boats are doing, and I didn't see the nets come out really much at all. But you know, I, I know there were some fish, some fish caught. Uh, we got fish just about every day. We had uh, uh, no no real great days by any means. We got a few fish trolling, trolling bites still seems to be the same. I got to put a lot of time in uh, to get some bites. Just can't get anything real real constant put together there. Casting bites same way, you know. Uh, on on the certain days when the guys can cast, we got some fish on raptors. Uh, didn't have any real big ones last week, but uh, we did get one trolling fish. That uh, this sort of leads into a good little story here. So, I I really didn't even realize what happened. But uh, but uh, the fish hit on one of the planer boards, inline planer boards, and uh, as we were trolling, I kept telling the guy, I kept I I I, I kept telling the guy, hold it, you know. You know, try to bring it over to the side. I usually try to clear the side uh, that that the fish is on. So I reeled in the down rod, reeled in the out rod real quick, and this guy's reeling in. He gets into the planer board, and I unhook the planer board. <clears throat> and uh, the fish is just, it just will not stay away from the other, other side of the boat. And uh, I don't have time to get all that stuff clear. I had three people in the boat, or three, myself and three others in the boat. It's just, it's crowded. I'm just out of my game when there's all that many people. But uh, unfortunately, I have to do that all the time. So the fish is, the fish keeps going the other side. I'm just pulled over this, pulled over. Now he gets it, he got it in. Uh, and I said, okay, stop reeling. But, you know, a lot of times it, uh, people are just excited and they reel all the way up to the leader. And the fish is right, it's like stuck between my two motors. This is a guy that's never caught one. He's going, get it, get it, you know. And I'm going, I can't, you know, you gotta. I reach out and grab the line and pull line off the reel so I can get some line back on the whole time I'm thinking the fish is gone and uh you can't net between the motors well yeah I, sometimes i've netted the nine nine and the fish and had to go up and <laughs> had them trim the 
trim trim it up uh, so that we can get it out. But uh, yeah, well, that that happens quite often. As much as we plan for all this, uh, things don't always go as they plan as 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 we plan on. But so after I pulled the line. I kind of yanked on the line, it pulled out, and now I can see he was having a hard time bringing around the motor. It had, it had the down rod and the side rod. It was tangled up in those two lines, which, oh I mean, now, really. that was the other side. Yeah, on the opposite side. The two on that side were, you know, I had the two cleared. I got them out, threw them up front. I knew it wasn't a giant fish. It's just the way that fish wanted to go, you know. And uh, th to be honest, that happens very, very rarely. I mean, once or twice a season. Uh, we get the fish tangled in these other lines. And it, you know, usually picks up one line, so it's not that big a deal. But th these were pretty seriously tangled. And uh, so I got the fish, and I, I, I did get the fish in that. Once we got it out from around there, I netted the fish. And uh, I got the fish off, you know, laid the net down. We got it out, took a quick picture. And I said, okay, I got to get this all untangled. And I'm over there working on, the, on that lure to get it out of the net. And the whole time I couldn't figure out, there was something like pulling pulling on it like downward pressure and I, I i reached down and i thought i i i i got one line out and while i'm doing it the one guy's like what's that floating right there and i looked out and well it was the other lure it was floated it floated at the top it's sitting right you know it's sitting you know maybe 20 feet behind the boat you know the lures are both floating there and and you know uh i got the one out and then and then i look and this other line is going straight down in the water. And I'm thinking, why is that lure sunk? Or is, it, is there a fish on this thing? I reach down, I grab the line, and I start pulling up. And as I'm pulling it up, I look, and I see the, uh, I see the tip of my rod. Oh, my God. <laughs> I see the tip of the rod coming up, and I look over to the other side, the down rod, which I have always straight down in the water, Fell right in the water. <laughs> You're using down east, though. Yeah. Yeah. But did you, you cut the motor. Were you sitting in one spot? Oh, yeah. I was just, I was, we were sitting there, and there wasn't much wind. I was sitting there trying to get all this untangled. So, I mean, I know people lose, lose rods. Uh, I, I never had. Uh, well, we, we didn't lose that one either, but I, I, I you know, as I started pulling up, I was like, oh, that's the rod. And I looked over, and the down east was opened up. And it was empty. Now, granted, I mean, I, I had stopped. I'd completely stopped. And I guess the pressure, that thing pulling out, when you're not moving, I mean, you need to, uh, well, I mean, we'll put it this way. I spent all those years, I know the plastic rod holders, people get like to rip on them. And, and a lot of them, believe me, we had a lot of them fail. But I used, and I've never had any sponsorship or anything from them, but uh, fish-ons, Tempris fish-ons, Dale Wiley started using them umpteen years ago, and I've used them. For the last 20 years, I have never lost a rod in those things. I've never had one break. I have had some of the attachment points break, like where I had them attached to rails, but I had the same ones. Some of them were the same. I had a little rivet come out. I put a bolt in there. But th that rod can't, it does not fall out of those other ones, but it can fall out of, these, of, of, of those when the pressure is released. Like yeah. if you stop moving. You could also have it, the boat rocking. Yeah, I mean, so but it was just... You, if you do stop the... You know, if you kill your motor and you're just kind of sitting there, that pressure comes off. You could just... You could push the rod push right, right up. Yes. I yeah. mean, because even if, it's even vertical, if they're... Yeah. I mean, even yeah. when, when the fish is on those things, you know, you kind of pull it in the opposite direction. They come yeah, out Yeah, you like, can't pick that up. They come out easily. Yeah. You have a hard pulling bait. 
You watch oh, you know, yeah. men struggle. Oh yeah, yeah. Unless they take that tension off, but that, that's the one thing that I mean. I have to guess. I guess I have to start keeping an eye on that. Uh, Especially with a crowded boat, maybe somebody hit it with their hip or yeah. I don't know, you know. But it was the one I had. I, I run them straight down off the back corner, and like I said, now that fish pulled towards me, so it would have pulled that rod. It would have pulled that line over, and uh, that fish could have pried it out. Anything. I mean, yeah, a, a yeah. combination. Yeah, you know, you know, because the line was getting pulled on, but yeah. I just was, it was, uh, not, was uh, not what I was expecting to see when I, when I uh, started pulling that thing up. I just couldn't figure out. I was having a hard time getting them untangled because I was like, why? I thought it was caught on the motor or something, like yeah. the line. And originally I went over and I, I, I saw one of the lines going around the motor and I, looped, I took it off. And I thought, okay, that's going to solve the problem. But it didn't. There was still this pressure, like pulling down on the outside of the net, and yeah, it was my rod hanging down there. And I looked floating out there was my newly fixed uh, the dog bone. No, that's what I had on that. That's what I had on that line. It was I just got it fixed up. They all just I just got it back into action, and uh, yeah, that's the Lord was floating out there. But I literally, I mean, if that, I I would have easily. I when I looked over and saw that rod holder was empty. I mean, I didn't. You know, you can't remember. I didn't know if I'd clear. I couldn't remember if I grabbed that rod or not. You know, mm -hmm. when I get a hit, I'm trying to get a couple things out of the way, and uh, I could have just. Uh, I could have just. I mean, the, the lure was still floating, because you know I was fishing in eighteen feet of water, and I had about thirty feet of line out on the, on the, uh, on the lure, but I could easily just driven away. Yeah, and uh, never found. went back to start putting rods out and said, "Where I'm missing a rod? Where's my? Yeah. <laughs> where's that other down rod?" If you're a hundred yards away, you're not going to see that no. that body floating. No, you Especially might come dark, back to yeah, it. Yeah, I might. Yeah, I might have been able to go back and find it, but I would. I mean, I would have been dumbfounded. I had no idea that even happened. But so that, yeah. So that was that was another interest. So I, this is the year, I guess. I had my. We had the, the bogus story. Mm -hmm. We had the maybe it's age. I must just be getting old, and uh, is this stuff starting to happen? But uh, <laughs> you had a crowded boat <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and an uncooperative fish. That's yeah, crazy. yeah, but yeah, I've so, been a bad I've, combo if you would have lost a dog bone too. Yeah, especially oh, after oh, and a, a dog bone and a combo. Uh, yeah, I would have cared less about that combo. I really wouldn't want to lost that rod, but or that lure. <laughs> yeah, because yeah. you already lost the first dog. Yeah. Do you do you have runner up right now? I have no. I mean, the, the you know, I had the gold one, and I had the brown perch, and I I have oh, there's a whole bunch of ones probably ready and waiting to take over. Some of them are getting pretty. I have a pretty good fire tiger. I got another brown perch. I got a couple other perch, but I yeah, it's just not the one I usually grab. I always grab that one. On these days, these guys don't have any fish, and it was good to get it back in. I mean, it hasn't been ran since June. Yeah, and. Uh, that's we did. We did pick a fish up on it the first day. I got it back. Uh -uh. It was a little. It was a little fish. Does it run the same? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We took it all apart. There was actually, and uh, you know, you know, put the new lip in it. It sure looks the same to me. You know, we kind of were judging the size of the lip, and Dale was there. I was over there, and we we got it all replaced and put back in. And yeah, it seems to be working the same. Uh, I would be worried if, if my bait got beat up like that. When you get it back, it's just not the same. Yeah, I think that's the third. I, I know it was repaired once because we bashed it on a rock at the Georgian Bay, and I, I busted it off years ago. And that, uh, I mean, that, that was a long time we were up. You know, I haven't been there in 12 years, but uh, I, I do know that we it, it, it was on its second lip. 
now now it's on, on number three. So, but I didn't we didn't seal her up or anything. You know, Dale was like, boy, you know, I hate to put any coats of stuff on this lure right now. And I said, yeah, just leave it, leave it be. <laughs> You'd never know; it might change something. Just leave it go. That it's not going to pretty it up. So, hey, go in your basement at that point. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. retired. Yeah. Yeah. Still catches fish. Huh? Yeah. yeah, first day out. Yeah. A couple of years back, I had something similar to that. I mean, it's not, I didn't lose a rod, but uh, I, I had out, I'm not going to use his name. I, I had another, he's fairly new into it. We were up at Chautauqua. I was telling him, you know, just, we catch some fish up here. So anyways, I drug him up there. We launched the boat, and uh, I said, we're going to troll. You know, I, I, don't, I don't troll all that much, but I said, if there's any bait, I told him this like at the dock. It's going to be this one. It was my perch fat body. Mm-hmm. So we, we, we get out far enough. I said, that's the first one I set. I set another rod. I set another rod. And he still doesn't understand all this stuff. And uh, before I could set, I think, rod number four, that fat body went off. Mm-hmm. Like, we weren't four minutes into it. Yeah. And it went off, and, you know, he got it. You know, I, I got it out of the rod holder, handed it to him, and the fish got away. So anyways... We, we keep going, and he's, he's all pumped. He goes, we're in at five minutes. You know, we, we, we already got one to hit, and you guessed which rod it was going to be. He thought I was a wizard. <laughs> and uh, the other one, I said, if we're going to get another hit, it was that legend perch bait. You know, that one you grabbed tonight, yeah, Todd? Yeah, yeah, You said that, you know, if you didn't have fat bodies, you'd be running perch baits a lot. <laughs> and so we're going along, and my trolling gear is just this year i upped it to something some better reels i just had some cabela's depth masters that mm-hmm. um the, the clickers that they, they have clickers but they don't make any noise mm-hmm. they're just it, they should just put a sticker there that says clicker because it, it don't do anything <laughs> well <laughs> i hate this type of i hate this type of reels yeah. they were cheap <laughs> they were cheap and yeah. they did me well for a long time i, I couldn't hear them go off and i but they were line counters, and, and they worked. That's all the excitement in trolling right there. I mean, I get the loudest ones. I don't care if they're cheaper. I want it to be the loudest it can be so it startles everyone in a boat when you drive around for hours without a hit. And it, they're about to fall asleep. And... Yeah. That's why I get the loudest ones. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But go ahead. I didn't mean that. Well, no, no. It, it's fine. So we're going along, and my 9.9 is not the quietest. It's an older two-stroke. It, it, it does the job. And the, in, in my boat, the guy who's not driving is looking at the rods. And I, I had that, that perch bait in, in a down rod. And he, he looks over at me and goes, hey, that rod let out a bunch of line. <laughs> Did it now. Now, I, now I should have, I don't have the train here, let alone, you know, it's like a mis, uh, mouse whispering in the forest. You know, you're not going to hear that clicker. <laughs> yeah. Um, so... I'm like, well, yeah, it, you know, I went over, I pulled out something like eight feet of line or something. I'm like, I don't think I hit bottom, mm. but I said, yeah, that was fish number two. And, mm. you know, but he's still not seeing that, you know, we're like, oh, for two. He's seeing that we had two hits. And he, mm. at this stage of the game, at, for this, this person, he was, he was excited that there were two, two fish hits, you know. Mm. Anyways, we, we turned around, I said, okay, we got everything set up. I said, let's go back to where that first fish hit. So we're going up and... My guy watching wasn't paying very much attention because I, 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 something caught my ear. I look back and I see the last bit of uh, braid start going through my eyelids. And I'm back into my, my mono, my <laughs> mono backing. I'm like, how much like, line did it take? 
a lot of line. Mm-hmm. I snagged up. Oh, okay. And it just, it was just going, but I didn't hear it. But oh, little co-pilot here did, did not even, didn't even know it. I'm like, oh, crap. By the time I got to it, hit the knot, boom, knot opened up. There goes my fat body. And I'm like, oh, oh my gosh. I said, I threw a waypoint down. And I said, this is what we're going to do. Because I'm now looking at him. I'm like, this one was on you. Yeah. Missing eight feet of line, that's a rookie mistake. That's okay. You know, especially you're... You set him out there with no clickers. And you you want this guy to... It's never (laughs) musky fish before. No, (laughs) he had caught fish. I told stories about this kid before. He had (laughs) caught fish. He knew... He knew a little bit to know when the rod bends that there's probably a muskie there. You threw but him under the bus. I went like 200 feet before. <laughs> you know, 200 feet of clicker. He was there, definitely sleeping. There was smoke coming out of that clicker. <laughs> so we threw a waypoint down. And, I, you know, I had the little pink slime trail or whatever on the GPS. I said, this is what we're going to do. We're going to keep crisscrossing this. Eventually, we got to hit my line. Oh, my goodness. We crisscrossed all over. And I'm like can't believe this i said this this is not happening <laughs> finally i said this is our last time through we went through and uh i just kind of went through i said okay we're we're gonna we're done i'm, I'm sick my my perch bait not my perch bait my, my perch colored fat body is is gone i was reeling in the perch bait i we had stopped i'm reeling i'm like oh yeah i got it i bring it in there's it's like dental floss right across i'm like no i grabbed it Found the end, and I put it through there. He goes, what are you doing? I said, I got it. He goes, no way. I said, yeah. I, I put it all through the eyelets, tied it back onto the reel, and I said, reel as fast as you can. I'm putting this in reverse. Yeah. We reeled all the line back on, and as soon as we went backwards over the snag, the bait came right out and floated to the top. No way. And you didn't even have to re-reel or anything. We just, we just re-spooled the reel or anything. No, we just cleaned all the line. I See... Yeah. I like to do that once in a while. Is to take, oh, yeah. take yeah. the whole spool off. <laughs> yeah. Um, Get it all wet down there. Yeah. Uh, but then later that day, this was just one of those crazy days. Um, we were, <clears throat> we hadn't, what did we do? We hadn't packed it in quite yet. We wanted to go through this one one little zone. So we, 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 got, the, we got the Wiley back. Like, okay, we're going to finish this. We're going to go up through this little no wake. Then we're going to, run and gun and you're gonna do some casting so we uh we go through gust of wind and i had this really dumb like straw hat you know if you ever fished with me everyone's seen it it's it's hideous looking it's goofy i look like i look like an idiot but i burn very easily so it protects my ears and neck mm-hmm. but a big gust of wind came you know right right from to my face blew the hat off <laughs> and i'm like okay we're gonna turn around and get it was that his fault too well, yeah, he didn't. He didn't block the wind. <laughs> <laughs> he should have been holding an umbrella. Yeah. I think we lost it on our trip, didn't we? We we did. We did. We, we yeah. did lose yeah, we it, but we got that one back. He, he only. You got to remember, he likes fishing in the shade. Oh yeah. And For short bursts. In the in the, the wind where he's fishing, I mean, it just howls for the trees. I yeah. mean, you don't have to worry about anything getting knocked. Yeah, out I might there. get hit by a stick more than than the actual air. Yeah. So. Uh, Anyway, so this thing blew off. I'm like, oh, no. I look back, and, like, I didn't realize this, this, like, hat was made of lead, and it starts to sink. I'm like, no way. I'm like, well, that sucks. There goes my, my hat for the day. All of a sudden, it starts coming back up. That Wiley snagged it. You're kidding me. I swear to God. Snagged it, and it, now it's getting pulled on the surface. Then we called it quits on trolling. Yeah. What we did next, I, we put all the rods away. Now... The kid I was fishing with, he he does not like NASCAR. 
but he was wearing a, a NASCAR hat. He was wearing a Jimmy Johnson hat. He goes, I don't, I don't know why, but anyway, so we, <laughs> that that's important to what's next. Um, so I, we pack everything up. I put the Ranger in gear, get it up on a plane, get going. Not two minutes after I lose my hat, his hat blows off at like 40 miles an hour. And I'm, he goes, he goes, he looks at me. Well, I didn't know it. Had. He goes, he goes, just keep going. I'm like, I know I'm not going to stop. He goes, no, keep going. I'm like, what? He goes, my hat blew off. And I'm like, oh, do you want me to turn around? He goes, oh, no, don't worry about it. We get to the spot and, you know, we get off a plane and I'm like, you do know you got to tell your friends you lost a, a 48 today. So he, he texted his buddies he lost a 48, which is that Jimmy is Johnson. That, was, is that his number? That's Jimmy Johnson. Oh, that's hysterical. <laughs> so they all, he had them all going that we lost a 48 and then they, he, you know, let the cat out of the bag. That yeah. It was his hat that yeah. blew off. So that was our that was our crazy day of losing and finding things. It wasn't quite as expensive as a rod, and it was just a hat. I think it was just like his brother's hat or something. He just grabbed a hat as he ran out. But yeah, we had. To, I mean, that's you know that that brings you to a couple of things. That just just what you were talking about, you know, uh, taking new people out and and stuff like that, getting started in it. You know, there's just. That, that that's the hard part. I mean, you really work as a team. I mean, all this musky fishing is, is uh, you know, when you're with somebody, it's nice when it's flowing. Everybody's on the same page. How we're going to net the fish. Okay, let's do it. Boom, boom. It goes like that. You know, when you're with new people and stuff, it doesn't always work that way. And I get a lot of people that want to help, which I, I appreciate to help when I'm trying to clear rods. Or sometimes there's so many floating weeds, i got to reel in all day. And I don't even attempt to use planer boards. I'm just trying to keep four rods clean and fish. But uh, every time that we're doing it, I'm just nervous about people helping, putting them back in the rod holders. I mean, I've looked out and they've had the butt end of the rod. This is after we do it all day. The butt end of the rod, like sticking into the end of the down east or in, right into the end of the fish on it. It's only in there like, you know, Almost six like inches it in. Like it's just off. sticking way out. And, you know, I'm like, whoa, 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 you know. Yeah. Uh, or, you know, the big thing I always say is, you know, take, I can't stand when people leave the clicker on when they reel it in. Mm-hmm. Because you're reeling one in and it's clicking and if someone hits, I don't know, I just don't. Plus it's just wearing the clicker out. I mean, yeah. I, I always take that clicker off. It's easier to reel too. Uh, You'd be better off just to have a silent clicker. Just a silent one. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so the whole, I'm, I'm always like, yeah, I take the clicker off. A lot of times when you got that big patch of weeds on, I, I, I tighten the drag a little bit to reel them in. And then when I let it back out, I don't really want it that tight. You know, when I'm going five miles an hour and pulling a ball of weeds in that, waterlogged weighs like eight pounds and you pick it out of the water and it weighs like a pound mm-hmm. but uh you know so you got to tighten the drag to reel it in and i look over and guys are just reeling reeling and i look over and my reels the, the, the spool is just spinning you know they, they so <laughs> there's a lot of stuff going on you know i tighten the drag i loosen it i set it you know but anyhow uh, you know i had guys that just you know guys like to help and it's nice when they can help but it's nice when guys figure it out but you know I, the whole time i'm just watching every move because that's how you're going to, you know, someone's going to drop a rod in or something. But sort of like was Andy was just saying there, so we're, we're, we're trolling. It's a rainy, nasty day. This was about three years ago in the fall. I'm trolling with this guy and his, and, uh, and his, uh, his uh, I don't remember, it was his son or whatever. But that doesn't, doesn't matter. And I, and, uh, he, they were helping, you know. And I always said, make sure you click, check that clicker, check the clicker, check the clicker. Well, he put, it was actually the dog bone. He had the dog bone in... Uh, the, 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 that brown perch wiley, I had it in a, in a down rod, 
you know, and we were, we were short line and I was only running at like 30 feet. One was 25, one was 30 feet. And we're sitting there trolling and, uh, you know, raining. We're conversing a little and, uh, he, he finally, he, he looks at me and says, you know, every, every once in a while there's that, that, that one line spins off that reel. And I'm like, what? <laughs> he said, yeah, every once in a while I look back and that thing spins and then it quits and then it spins and then it quits. And, uh, and every I, once in a while. Every once in a while. So, so he's been watching this. Yeah. <laughs> For the last half hour, it's been doing So I, I, I go over to the down rod and I tip it up where we've had it run at 30 feet and it was at like 162. Oh my God. Once in a while. Once yeah, every once in a while it spins some line. Every once in a while it just spins this line. It, 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 was, it was up over the 130. I knew it took 130 feet. I don't remember the exact number, but it was way up. I pulled the rod out of the rod holder and, you know, it was like, well, there's your fish. Yeah. And the guy reels it in. It was a little guy. I mean, the poor thing was oh probably, uh, the poor thing was, I mean, it sort of swam away. But, you know, now I'm like, well, we hooked that fish somewhere in this bay. How often did you see that thing going out? You know, because it was like a 30, 32 or 33 inch. It, it started out at while. 28. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Yeah. Wow. yeah. And, and the guy, so he reels his fish in. Now it takes him a while because it's out there. And he just come up to the boat. It just like swam up to the boat. I just reached down and grabbed it, took a picture or whatever, got it to go, go again. And, uh. I even I cut the hooks out of it, so I grabbed one of the other brown perch fat bodies I have, and 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 we put it back out, and and then he sits down. And he says, "You know, I really thought these muskies would fight harder than oh, they did." <laughs> and I'm like, "You got to be kidding me!" You, you didn't Drag see me. <laughs> you didn't see me increase the throttle because the boat was slowing down two yeah. miles an hour. Yeah. And I'm like, well, you know, if you drag him around for like 20 minutes <laughs> on a down rod, you know, and uh, it, it wasn't five minutes after that, one hit the other down rod. It was a nice, it was like a 41 or something, and it hit, and the rod, you know, it took the line, he fought, he said, yeah, that is a little more exciting when you have that clicker on it. I said, yeah, you think? Yeah. But, uh that's some of the stuff of getting guys to help. I mean, you know, I don't have it. I'm not going to mention the name, but I have another friend that uh, uh, wasn't all that long ago. He, I was talking to him, and he, you know, running that down rod position, he said, you'll never believe what happened. He said, I was just checking rods, and I went back, and my down rod was at 100-some feet, and he reeled it in, and it had that upper part of the lip of the musky was on. Oh, no. The, on, stuck on the hook. Oh my god! Like how just much? The, like like the, that mandible part. He said the big hunk of its lip was on there. So and it was out a hundred and some feet. You know, he's like it. You know, he forgot to set the clicker and uh, riding around that down rod. You're not going to know. But uh, yeah, the clickers are important. Those are some of the. I've seen ISIS be nicer to people than yeah. what he did. That <laughs> musky. Yeah, that's musky. Oh, oh. Okay. and it's these are soft. these are not normal stories. You know, these are some off the wall stuff. But, uh. <laughs> that's crazy yeah it uh you know it doesn't kind of go along the same lines of the trolling thing but one day i was uh now todd you've, you've heard the story i even have a little short video of this that one day i was bank fishing i even showed you the spot you know we, we drove by it a couple of times i was bank fishing it was uh in this nice nice deep hole i really like the spot i, I really can't fish there anymore but 
casting out. I was working a glider on the top, and uh, you know, just you know, standard minding my own business, and just something in my peripheral view, like up top, like looking up. So I'm like, what the heck? And here, this osprey, right down onto the bait. Yeah. Like full tuck. I had the GoPro on. Hmm. and uh, oh, it, yeah. it just smashed right into the water. I'm like, oh, no. I mean, I even, I edited out what I, you know, I sound like an idiot. I'm like, oh, no, please, 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 please don't, please don't. And I just stopped. I didn't, what would you do if you had an osprey yeah. hooked? That bird would beat the crap out of me. Yeah. It, I'm sure it's happened. I'm sure there's people out there that have hooked them because I know, you know, pelicans and seagulls and, you know, I've hooked a few seagulls, like when you start oh, trolling, it'll yeah. float to the top, but I definitely wouldn't want to deal with an osprey or an eagle. I've had them dive on those, on our gliders too, up in Canada, they were, the, the, they were like training on them. Wow. <laughs> yeah, I, so, you know, luckily, I, the, the bird just started flying, I'm like, I just hope to God, I don't see that <laughs> line start <laughs> yeah. cutting across the water like a marlin. Yeah. He, he, I'm like, oh, shoot, I got that in. You know, and I'm like, oh, geez, what happened? So I kept fishing. A couple minutes later, big, big bald eagle flying right up right up the center of the creek. Uh-uh. I mean, it was, I'm like, I'm not going to, but it was like, it was really close. It was flying low. And it was just like one of those ones that looked like it had a scar on the side of its neck and stuff. <laughs> like it, it's been around the block. Yeah. And I'm like, it's yeah. It's grabbed the lure before. Yeah, it probably did. <laughs> <laughs> the day before. Yeah. But, you know, I looked, I'm like, yeah, them eagles are that you know, it's when you see one really up close. I mean, ten, fifteen fast. years ago, there really weren't that many around here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now you pretty I just much saw go, one the other day. You you see them almost every day. You're fishing at least yeah. around here. I don't know if you yeah. see them up at New York. Oh yeah, but every day there's there's people ask, do you ever see any eagles? I said, ah, usually within an hour, you can say there he is right there. You know, yeah. there, there's one hanging out in the north, one hanging out in the middle, one hanging out around. Yeah, just a, a, very rarely do we don't do we not see. Mm-hmm. So that eagle flew on, and I kept fishing. And I see sneaking back, tree chop the treetop. That osprey coming back. It didn't, you know, it didn't know that it was a bait. It yeah. just knew it missed. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, I'm done. Time's I, 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 I packed it up. I said, I'm, I'm out of there. <laughs> and uh, you know, so it, it's just crazy. Some of the stuff that you can see, you know, bank fish. You know, I've, I've had a beaver chase me around, not chase me, but wouldn't leave me alone. Yeah. It just, well, yeah. just I had a beaver once done uh, that, you know, I didn't know they'd like sort of acted mean. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I, was, I was waiting and I was in an area where I had, you know, I, I really had nowhere to go. And it was between me and the shore. And, uh, you know, that thing was like, it sort of sat up on its back legs and it was the big mama. I knew there was a family of them down there, but it made some really weird noises and I was like, it's time for me to get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're, they're they're awfully large when you get up real close. I don't see a lot of those around. I, I really hardly ever see them, but yeah, they're they're quite large. The full grown beavers. <laughs> yeah, you're you're just you know like an hour south of me. Up here, mm-hmm. we've always had a lot of beavers. Yeah, yeah, and you know there's Get all this swampland, you know, uh, just. Uh, leading all the way up through here i guess that's it you know there's a lot of natural you know we, we, we really don't have a lot of stuff like that you, you're more so, rocky and, and, and yeah. carved out gorges gorges and stuff yeah there's not a lot of 
mud you know, bottom swamps. Lowland, you know, this yeah. whole area here is, you know. But, you know, those, those, those beavers and stuff, that they make some really neat structure in my rivers. You know, they, they're not building dams. They can't dam up where I'm fishing, but they have the big food caches mm -hmm. underwater. And, you know, you, you're like, oh, there's not, nothing new on this section. You're like, oh, look at all these sticks piled up here. Mm -hmm. You know, it's just neat. And then there's always going to be a deep channel around them and stuff like yeah. that. But uh, that one, that one spot where that beaver was like, it was, I don't know what it was doing. It was, it was making like a clicking sound at me. I'm like, what the heck is this? Thing? Yeah. And I, I'd go down and it would kind of just, it wasn't like threatening or nothing, but um, it was just bugging me. Yeah. And I finally said, you win, I'll leave you alone. And <laughs> I left, but. Pushed you out of your spot. He pushed me out of my spot. Uh, <laughs> but uh, I guess getting back to, to, to the crazy, the bait story stuff. In that same creek where that beaver was was uh, screwing around with me, <clears throat> I have a hole that's that's further upstream, and uh, this is really really small, really small water, like I don't know, twenty feet wide, mm -hmm. and uh, you just you pick your holes, and you know I had this one hole, and I have to like scale down this like rock wall, and I stand on this one rock, and there's all these trees overhanging. And uh, I was just, you know, I kind of have to do like an underhand sidearm pitched to, there's no overhead casting. Mm -hmm. Well, on one of my casts, I, I went over like the, the very edge of the branches of, of, a, of a tree. And normally, that's, that, that's common. I'll just take, put my thumb on the spool and I'll give it a quick rip and, and it comes out. Or if the bait comes up and hits it, I just rip it out. But I was working on my phone. This thing ain't coming out real easily. I'm on the bank. I'm not about to go in this water. And I, I thought about my days when I was younger. Do you ever, like, cast over a tree like in a pond or something like that? or And, and you just, like, well, I'll see if I catch a fish. And you kind of dangle it right mm -hmm. in the tip of the water. You get a bass or a sunfish. Well, I did that with a muskie. <laughs> I'm like, I'm going to get this out of the tree. <laughs> I had the bait half in and half out. And I just kept plinking it up and down, up and down. And, like, this three-footer just came and walloped it. And I'm like, this is going to be nice. I reeled up the slack. I said, it came popped right out of the tree. I really? caught I caught the fish. Yeah. <laughs> so I thought you were gonna say you wound him up over the branch. Some guy on the other side. Look at that fish flying through the yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But uh Yeah, that was uh You go back to taking other people out and whatnot. Yeah. Uh, and especially for trolling. Now taking new people out casting of course is extremely dangerous, but uh, <laughs> trolling I took a, a buddy of mine. It's when I, I first like started trolling last year. Mm -hmm. I, I I took I was working with this one kid, and he he wanted to go out fishing. He met me up at the lake the one day, and this is back when I had like all plastic uh, rod holders and every, everything, and and on that uh, Alumatrack system and whatnot. But he would. He's like, oh, I know how to fish, you know. I I would I went up to Canada once, and me and my grandpa fished for pike and all this stuff. And <clears throat> I gave him a rundown of how to let line out and whatnot. And I think I was running I was running four rods, mm -hmm. and um, I took care of one side. And I said, okay, I was like, get get the feel for getting the rod out of, of the holder and and whatnot if you eat, you know. And um, so he takes a rod out of the holder and. We changed up the bait, and and uh, he he puts line out. We put on a little uh, brown tough shad, a little five inch tough shad, and um, 
we're trolling along and whatnot, and I'm I'm confident that with with what he fished I, for what, Blake in Canada, what, right? And, and what I told him, you know, it, I gave him a, a a thorough rundown of, of whatnot, but but a fish hits this rod, okay, and this is the same day that you caught that forty four pounder, that oh, giant, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I get that text, and I'm like, oh my god, I cannot believe this just happened. But we're we're trolling along. And that rod gets hit. And it it buckles like I've never seen a rod buckle before. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I'm like, get the get the rod out of the out of the holder. It it barely took any 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 line out, maybe like five, six foot of line out. It was like I was like, here's a fish, there's a fish. He picks it up out of out of the holder. It he's like struggling with it. And it, and it was plastic. It's kind of difficult to get those out of there. I was like, oh, this is his first time, whatever. Well he he just starts reeling. The fish comes in. It was a small fish. It was a low thirties fish. I I watched him the entire time. I cleared the one side. I'm and I'm watching him reel and whatnot. And we we get the fish in the, in the net and everything and and get the fish cleared. I go back to check out the rod and whatnot. The drag was set like you were casting. It was it was like all the way. Hard, I mean, lockdown. Lockdown. It was. I'm surprised that you, I didn't get bashed in the side of the face with the rod after that fishing because it, <laughs> it was, it was locked down like you were casting. It was crazy. Mm-hmm. I was like, you got to keep these things loose. Remember, I was like, look at all these all these other lines I have out here. They're you know they're they're loose. You could you could pull them. And I told him how to do that. But when he when he initially picked the rod up, he cranked down the drag so he. So he could reel the yeah. reel the lure, yeah. and that's what he thought he was, you know, because I told him I was like, when when a fish hits, kind of tighten the drag here and reel in and, and and whatnot. Well, he did that just to change the lure, and I wasn't aware of it because it's just kind of natural, you, you know. You you really have to start paying attention to all, to mm-hmm. all that stuff. But and that's another thing with, with trolling, when you take those those people, you you know, you kind of like like your drag set. At a certain, everybody likes yeah. it at, at, yeah. at a certain level. I know guys that fish that way with their drag completely locked down. Uh, I, I mean, I I think it. I, I look at it as man, those poor fish. It's poor fish. It's <laughs> a, a lot of stress. Oh on yeah, the it brings it, it. brings the little ones right to the top. But I mean, I know people that fish like that. They're like, who cares about the little ones if they get off? Because it'll drag them right to the top. But I don't know. I've seen some of that footage of those water. Wolf things, people are running on their inline camera, and they show that bait troll, and then, you know, you watch that fish come up and grab it, and next thing you know, he's like, face headed right towards the camera, and he's just <laughs> dragging across, you know, yeah. I, you know, the poor thing was just, you know, after seeing what's really going on down there, some of the smaller fish, man, that's pretty brutal, yeah, that's pretty brutal. <laughs> especially if you got that drag lock down real tight, oh, yeah. You about rip their head off. <laughs> what I started doing recently is on my down rods, I, I'll take a big loop and put it around the cleat on the back of the boat. Oh, yeah. That's what you need. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. A 100-pound test won't break. Some yeah. people you take out, though, and from my experience, that you know, you say, we're going to go musky fishing. Well, I'll, I've fished before. Mm-hmm. You know, oh, I know yeah. what I'm doing. And regardless of how thorough you are in your teaching or a rundown, it it just goes right over their head. That it's, I guess, it, arrogance would, would, would be would be a word. Or, or I want to show you that I I can do this too. And and you know, 
it's it's not. It the, might be just the, the the coaching or don't be the boss of me. Exactly. Okay. And it's, yeah, it, I mean, yeah. You you everybody's taking people out like that. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. That before they are guys saying, oh we're we want to come prime time cast in three days. We'll cast all. Will, will you fish all night? Well, I'm not yeah, gonna fish I'm not all gonna day sleep. and all night. I mean, I will we'll go in eventually. I'm gonna yeah. go in and sleep, and I'll take you out the next day. But you know, I got uh, a cooler of five hour energies. I could go <laughs> nonstop. Yeah, yeah. I hear the big story. We do this, and we fish for stripers, or we fish for this, and uh, you know, set them up prime time, and uh, you know, had these guys, you know, had had these guys come in for my prime cast bite, and you know, make a drift fifty yards. And, and they're tired. The guy sits down and he's like, Oh, this is this is a lot of work. This is a lot different. Is there anything else we can do? He's like, Well, we can go trolling. And he's like, ah, I really don't like trolling. Is there anything else we can do? <laughs> like, what do you want? You want a jig when these fish are all I got a shot. quarter stick of dynamite in the back. <laughs> yeah. You want me to go buy some suckers? I mean, yeah. yeah that, that happens a lot. I so I never know. Some of the best guys that come with me though are uh, just, you know, they don't tell me they know what they're doing they just uh have have fun and and take to what i'm what i'm telling them and they just go out and and, and get it done you know yeah. a, lot, a lot of the times the guys that say yeah we fish all the time and then they show up and say oh geez i don't i don't know how to use a bait caster you got any spinning poles you got this i want to use the top water i want to use it yeah. yeah yeah that's the hard parts you know like what you were saying they uh you know you kind of have your your system like, even even when I go into Todd's boat, or, you know, I fished a couple times out of Vance's, we didn't really troll much out of yours. Mm-hmm. But it's, it's I know how I run my trolling setup. And, you know, I, I, I know what I'm doing. I know the lingo. But when I get in, like, Todd's boat, I, I just say, how do you want this done? I'd sooner have you tell me that you want it done this way or that way. You know, I don't take offense to, you know, you, you go in another person's boat open-minded, he's you catch more fish trolling than I probably have in my life just this year. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I go there and I'm just like, okay, how do you do this? You know, this and that. I don't want you to do everything for me because I'm, I'm a capable person. But it's, you know, like you were saying, there's people, don't tell me I go fishing, I know what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. But I'd sooner, you know, you know, like Todd, Todd showed me, you know, I just shut up. He says, yeah, when you're bringing, you know, when you check the rod tip, tip it up, don't take it out of the holder. Just reel the bait in, in, yeah. the, in the thing and, if there's not a fish or a weed, stick it back down and open it back up. And, you know, yeah. I just, you know, I've seen friends of mine pull it out of the holder, fight it all back there. The tangles with the other line. Yep. Tip, pull, it, pull it out of the holder and then, then point swing it, it directly to the motor and yeah, reel, reel it. Right over top of the other line. Yeah. That's the problem with people helping too, you know, yeah. and that's what happens, you know. And I'll say, okay, you want to help start reeling one in. And I'll start reeling one on the other side. But I'll tell them, just... Leave the board. You have to leave the board lines out there. Don't reel those ones in. <laughs> and I'm over there cleaning one, and I turn around and I see the planer board dangling, and he's reeled the planer board in right over top of the other line. Well, you know, common sense would tell you that that lure is going to get tangled in the other one. Yeah. That's why it is. You know, sometimes it's it's hard, especially when you say t- when you teach. You know, grown adults. That's the thing. It, it really, it it really, uh, you know. They don't want to take it, instruction. It, yeah. I mean, it's like, I can see why teachers get frustrated, you know, when you say, don't take it out of the rod holder, because when you're doing that, I'm still going four and a half miles an hour, and you're trying to reel in, that lure is going to fly out of the water like a bullet, Phew, fly right up, and that's how people get, and, you know, someone will be, and I'll see them back there pumping the rod, 
back behind the motor, and you know, I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa you know, because the next pump, they're because they're not it's paying attention. The, the next rock. pump is going to bring it up, and they're going to pump that thing, going to come flying right up and get in their head, my face, or something, you know. But uh, yeah, that, that's it. It 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 it. It's it's fun once you can get on the same page with people, and it really shouldn't take that long. And you know, sometimes I fish with friends that they like keeping their drag a lot looser than mine, which that's fine. You know, they can run their poles and they can do it the way they want. You know, they can tune their lures because I make them fish on one side. If they're getting all tangled, well, that's their own problem. But no, uh, <laughs> no, they but they. Uh, you know, it, it gets me sometimes when the rods. You know, I run the same drag all the time, and a lot of times it's. It's pretty evident. I can, within the first five seconds, I'm like, we got a good fish here, because I can, you know, you can tell by the pool. It's, you know, that it, it's it's something for real. So when I got other guys, my father likes to run a real loose. He likes to run his drag loose, which is fine. But you know, when we're trolling, every time it just scares the crap out of me because when that when that fish hits, it's it's never like the smaller ones are going eh, 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 on my pole. His are just. <laughs> I'm like, oh yeah, yeah, and then you know, I'm like, oh, that's right, that's Dad's rod. <laughs> so you never know what it is, but that's fine. He catches fish. You can catch it both ways, you know. That's the way some people like to run them. Just uh, that's everybody's personal thing. But at least when you're on the same page and doing it safely, that's always a good. <laughs> uh, I, Vance, you were talking about how dangerous it is casting. Mm -hmm. I've only been hooked two times while casting with somebody. The same person <laughs> hooked me both times. Oh. Oh. Now I was lucky the one time he was he was kind of bass fishing. It was like earlier in my fishing thing. Yeah, I was musky fishing, and we were we, you know out of a fourteen foot boat. It's real easy, but he, he's one of these bass guys that have like does like them Zorro casts. He's always flipping and flopping and this and that. And he mm -hmm. had like this little crankbait with three trebles on. We are at a, we are at a lake that we had. If your boat's under a certain length you have to wear a life vest and mm -hmm. i was wearing a life vest and i just felt like someone punched me in the back i'm like what what just happened all the hooks were just jammed into the foam of my life oh vest my i look over his reel would just exploded with auto. <laughs> oh, that's a yeah. <laughs> it, that's he's like he Sounds looked at right. me and he was almost like Look what you made me do! I'm -uh. like, you hit me. <laughs> he was upset with me. He wasn't upset, but he was just like, he goes, "Yeah, I'm gonna be respooling this one tonight." It was just, it was, it, it would have been just the perfect photo. It was just, really, just, yeah. And then, uh, I don't think it was that year. A little bit, a couple years. We were bank fishing, and it was in the winter. I had a big, thick Carhartt on. And again, it was like someone punched me in the back. And here it is. It's stuck in my shoulder. It never, never got hooks into me, though. Yeah. But he hooked me. And he just looked at him like, again? You know, because he, he remembered the first time. Bank fishing. Bank fishing. On the shore. Yes, on the shore. We, he, weren't, we weren't in, you know, PNC or anything. Yeah. We were. <laughs> <laughs> and, he, and he hooked you. He hammered me good. It's ridiculous. Yeah. But um, those are the two times that I've got hit by somebody else. I know I already did that podcast on getting hooked. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. But, uh, I don't have any update there, which is a good thing. Yeah. yeah. I don't want to do that one again. No. No, no, no. <laughs> any update for you? No, no, no. I don't even want to jinx it. Yeah. 
Yeah, I, I, went, I went fishing with my father a couple weeks ago, and he uh, he was all he he's got a he's got a bummed elbow and, and whatnot, and and he uh, we actually he caught the biggest fish he ever caught casting that trip with me, but he uh, raptor. Yeah, oh, raptor. yeah, raptor. Three. Like, Do you three, cast three? any other bait? <laughs> I I use the swimmers and and I use the gliders. <laughs> Let's break it down. Not not to interrupt your story. Break it down percentage wise. Of, of all your casting up to now, that's 100%. What percent swimmers? What percent stingers? And you can break it down into under 1% if you need this to. This year? Okay. This year. All right. Uh, caught fish or throwing? No, just, just time throwing. Just estimate it. I mean 99% raptors. <laughs> okay. How many hours do you think you've been fishing? I haven't logged it. I haven't done... You had some friends get them on the swim baits. Yeah. I, swim I, swimmers. I got one on a swimmer. You got one on that hardhead swimmer. On a hard yeah. hardhead swimmer. But you didn't even cast it, did you? A cu- couple times. Oh, it you hit. did cast it. Yeah. I, it I was sitting at the side of the boat. Sitting at the boat, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> it's a catch. Yeah, it's it a counts. Catch. It's a catch. It wasn't a raptor. Oh, but, yeah, I don't, I don't know. Maybe a uh, hundred hours of fishing. You know, give or take. Uh, you know, and uh, it's all been raptors. Ninety nine percent, I'm I'm chucking a raptor. Okay, I'll Keep chuck here. I'll chuck a raptor even if there's perfect conditions for a glider. I know you are. <laughs> I'm gonna take you. I just I'm, I love I love jerking. I know, you know. I'm gonna too. take you to a spot that where the raptor is gonna just be so frustrating for you. And the two the two and and, and the raptors that I use uh, between the two of them, they're uh, you know. Same color. They are. And they're caught 100 fish between the two of them. So I'm using a raptor, and they've been the same ones. They're beat up. But yeah. but you, you've, had, you've caught fish on other colors, too. Or you've had people in your boat catch fish on... On other colors. Oh, yeah, yeah absolutely. but you're only using those two. Those I'm two. using those two. And I've caught them on, on, a, on different colors than one on with, you know... The vast majority is... On those mud, it's the same color. It's the mud puppy. It's the mud puppy. Yeah. It's okay. the mud puppy. I I would I I just I, I'm confident with those colors. I like that color. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I'm also confident with if I would chuck another color, I'd probably would catch the hundred fish between two of them. Yeah, <laughs> if, if I picked an, picked another another color. But anyway, back to what I was talking about. You know, three couple casts before he caught this big fish was <clears throat> the raptor came like an inch away from my face. Mm-hmm. He didn't. He didn't hit the. He didn't put his thumb down. He didn't. Okay. He didn't open up the bale. This thing just comes. Oh, so it. Okay. It, I could hear it buzz by my ear. That treble. That last treble. And it go. Mm. I was like, oh my goodness! I, I I was I was scared I was scared to death. I was like, that's that's gonna. I was like, there it is. That that strike that's, two. <laughs> I was like, no. I was like, this is it for me. I was like, that was. I'm gonna have to do some cra- have some crazy fishing story. I'm gonna have to cut bars <laughs> yeah. out of my face. Your eye. That's how it happened to me. That's yeah. how the bad one was with me. The guy didn't press the button. Yeah. 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 It, I'm. It just is. I'm scared shitless out there when I'm with, when I'm with <laughs> someone else. I, I just wish I could just like 
build another platform and set them like. Is that why you're going twenty feet now? Yeah, but I, I still, you know, it, it it doesn't. They're in the back. They have an eight foot rod, even arm extended with a couple feet. They're gonna really have to screw up. I don't even. I don't. I, I mean, I you you couldn't even sword fight with them if you were in the front. You couldn't say like, <laughs> yeah. let's go fencing. You wouldn't even need the little bug face shield fencing. That's a good idea. I should wear one of those. You should. Yeah. Yeah, but that, I thought that was it for me. I was. I was. That was it. Mm-hmm. Came. Your buzzing. number been called. I couldn't. I yeah. I, I couldn't. I couldn't believe it. But you know, three casts later, he. That's another thing. He might. When I was fishing with him, he. Uh, athletic guy, his whole life. Mm-hmm. But when he hooks a fish, something happens to him in that boat. He <laughs> falls over. Falls over. Everywhere. Like one of them, like feigning goats. You ever see? Like, I mean, he's just he's up on the platform. He's down at the bottom of the boat. He's he's on one knee. He's on his shoulder, and the fish is still on. It, it it's crazy. I when he caught that fish, I I I caught him and I reeled in, set my rod down, off to the the front of the boat. He's back there, fighting with this fish. He fell over into my arms. I had him like under uh, underneath his arms, like I was, you know, holding him up. Like I one of them trust up. routines. Oh yeah, like one of those tr- <laughs> like you fall back into somebody's arms. I, I catch him, he, he regains his balance, the fish makes a run, it comes all the way up to the front of the boat, and he's falling over again, I have him, I'm, I'm holding his weight on like my backside, and, and the rod's going over my head, I grab the rod, and I start pulling it towards the fish, you know, to, to, to go with the fish, and he eventually plays it out and everything, but it's just, it, it's crazy. You, you get more than an assist on that one. <laughs> I get this. Yeah, I, I kept them up, <laughs> and I yeah, I grabbed that rod and I, I pointed to where the pointed it up to where the the fish was going, because I knew that he wasn't he wasn't moving with the fish because he was on my back. He was and and if I wasn't there, he would be on the ground and the, and the rod would be out of his hands probably. You know. <laughs> now I gotta ask, did you ever ask him why he does that, or oh, just, yeah. it doesn't come up? You just oh god yeah I give him a hard time about it. <laughs> I didn't know he if gave you're like me a I hard just... time my whole life about every any any sport I've ever played anything I've ever done so I mean I have to give give it back to him and just a little bit I'm like what what, what happens you, to you, what out are you here? Doing? <laughs> this is insane I, I I love the people that want to run uh, you know I have them maybe they're in the back casting deck or the front casting deck and uh, I think that's what happens. You know they're 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 jerking and it, it's like it's like the little kids you see at the at the at the lake fishing for trout the first day at some little trout lake and you see them set the hook and instead of reeling they start running backwards <laughs> up the bank yeah. and you, you see it all the time because yeah. I have people hook the fish on one side of the platform and next thing you know the rod is like straight up in the air sometimes even pointed behind them. <laughs> And and they're running backwards in my boat, and I'm standing there like, well, where? You're running out of boat. Where where are you, where are you going? <laughs> Why don't you just reel? Yeah, you know. Uh, but but that's yeah. I had a guy come down off of that platform one day and like fall down on his knee, and oh, I've had some. I've had, I've had a lot of neat little things with this. <laughs> I'm fairly confident my wife isn't going to listen to this podcast, so mm-hmm. she kind of does what Todd. Todd says, I, I, you know, before we were married, and I even been when we first year we were married, I take her bank fishing because 
well, it's 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 a short thing. It's not there's not a whole huge time investment going on like getting the boat ready, taking the boat down, launching it. We can go there if in 15 minutes she doesn't want to go. We just hop back in the truck and we go do whatever. Mm-hmm. And uh, I said, no, listen, all you gotta do is cast this out and reel it back in. And it was a swim bait. Cast it out, reel it back in, and I was I don't know 20 yards away from her, and I hear her scream. I'm like, what? She goes, I got one. I'm like, okay, reel it. She goes, what do I do? What do I do? And she just kept, she just kept saying that over and over. What do I do? What do I do? What do I do? I said, pick your, get the rod tip up. She grabbed the very end of the butt cork and just held it straight above her head. Oh yeah, she didn't realize. And I'm, I'm like, you, you've caught a lot of fish with me before, you yeah. know, and. You know, it was one of those things. She, she, we ended up getting a fish. It was like a three-foot pike, and it, it was, it was great because you know, we, we laughed about. It. I'm like, what happened back there? Yeah. Why didn't you? <laughs> I just... Muskies do crazy things to people. Yeah. yeah, they do. Yeah, they do. And when they see them, even uh, they turn people into just totally like... different people sometimes. <laughs> Yeah, well, we cast in those strikes are some you know sometimes they catch you off guard when we oh, yeah. jerk oh, yeah, yeah. if you're in that that cadence with mm-hmm. you know if it's a jerk bait or a spinner or a straight retrieval something like that you know yeah that initial bump gets you gets you going a little bit get happy feet I I got another story about when we were talking about rookies and trolling and and, and them paying attention kind of went along with that one that I talked about where. All that line went off. I, I was trolling a small lake this a couple of years ago. It was right when we got Project X done. Now, for anyone out there that's listening that, who don't know what Project X is, so it's a mechanical rod holder that'll oscillate the rod forward and backwards. You can adjust the time. It just you know the bait will speed up and then slow down for a quick thing. But we were this was still new, and uh, I didn't I didn't tell this person I had them on there. Let alone they wouldn't even have known what we really did. They were that new into it. Now, they had caught one fish before, and it was with me. But anyways, <clears throat> we were trolling along. I set all the rods, and I, I I, didn't, like, try to hide it. I just acted normal, which is sometimes the best camouflage for anything. We're going along. We're trolling for, like, five or ten minutes, and he, he's watching the rods. And I had it set on, like, ten or fifteen seconds. So this had gone off many times. The, the rod would oscillate forward and come back. It probably takes a total of two seconds. And he goes, Andy, we got one. I'm like, oh, what, where? He goes, no, I, I, I could have sworn that I saw that rod move. <laughs> another minute later, another minute later, he goes, oh, the other rod. I'm like, what are you talking? He goes, something's going on here. I don't. <laughs> and he, uh, he goes, why are those rod holders different? And then, and then he's like, that rod holder's moving. Do you? He's like asking me, like, do you know this? Like, like there's another person in the boat, and, oh, I, and he goes, wait a minute. And then he, he's like, oh gosh. And but you know, just that was just the story, you know. And I, oh, I yeah. still laugh about it. But you look back, I'm like, that went off at least twenty to thirty times before you noticed yeah. that the rod actually moved. Yeah. You were looking back there. What were you doing? Yeah. You know, you don't have to stare at the rods the whole time, but you should at least, you know, give it a glance. Okay, yeah, that looks, that looks, that, and just keep going. <laughs> That's the way I've been doing it all season when we go trolling. I haven't said anything. I just get them out and put them on, 
and want to hear some people as I'm getting them out of the box like what's that box for what's that going to do other people like you said it's it's minutes into it and uh, they're like that that, that rod just moved you know, it's, I get all kind of reactions I never say anything I just, I just put them on put them out turn them on and, and let it go yeah the, the reactions have been have been, have been really really <laughs> funny I would have loved if he jumped up and just grabbed it and it still catches my eye every once in a while. You know, I'm I'm sitting there doing something, I'll turn around and when I see that thing jerk, you know. I know Dale was fishing with one of his Dale Wiley was fishing with one of his friends the other day and he said he they sent me a message saying, you know, these rod holders uh are they're they're really driving me crazy because <laughs> he hadn't used them yet. And he's like yeah, these things are making me insane. I keep jumping up out of my seat. <laughs> my knees are hurting. <laughs> oh, no. It's that thing run over. <laughs> but the only two fish they caught were on them, so he was like, they're working, but, man, i got to get used to this. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that, that is. But it was just so funny how he... Yeah. Now I look back. Why didn't you notice that right from the get-go? Yeah. <clears throat> say something. Yeah. So, uh, how long have we been going here? Hour, one minute, 12 seconds. You want to do, I'll do one more little story. Tell us a story. I'll, I'll tell you a little, this, this just was one of stories. It has had nothing to do with, this is one of the crazy, uh, just a crazy musky story. I was going to, I just thought of it the other day. This happened a couple years ago. Had nothing to do with me fishing or anything, but anyhow, I'm, I'm, I just pull in down home. I was up here for seven or eight days. I get a phone call from someone. They're like, yeah. We picked up your card, you know, and, we, and uh, we wanted to know if you can, you know, we we, we have this fish we think is a, uh, you know, we think it's a muskie, and we, we want to know if you would come, you know, cut it up for us. <laughs> I said, oh, geez, you know, I usually, you know, uh, you know, <laughs> yeah, fly it. And I'm like, well, you know, if I was there, I guess I would do it for you, because, I mean, I do know how to do that. We used to do that all the time, but, you know, I said, you know, we always try to put them back and this and that, and, uh. And uh, I get to talk to him, and, you know, it was a total accident. She said, well, here's the story. We do have our fishing license. And she said, you're going to have a hard time believing this, but this is really what happened. Uh, and, and in the meantime, they're asking me, like, what's it look like, this nose? It's got this. It's got bars. Because there's a lot of gar in this lake. I said, you know, it's got a lot of teeth. Oh, yeah, it's got a lot of teeth. You know, it's got this. And I'm trying to explain. It's got, like, not a long, skinny nose. It's got, like, a longer face, but... It's got all these green bars, well, you know, so it's a muskie. Well, first of all, long story short, I was like, did you measure it? How long is it? Well, if the fish is only 39 inches, they got to be 40. I'm like, well, that fish really isn't big enough, you know. But uh, it's, it, you know, obviously if you have it, it's dead. She said, you'll never guess how this happened. She says, we're, we're tubing down the lake. And my sister-in-law, whoever it was, was in the tube. And uh, they're pulling her. They're pulling her down, down the lake in, in, in one of these crazy tubes. And this, she says, all of a sudden, this big fish jumps into the tube. And the lady screams and jumps out of the tube. <laughs> they stop the boat. They pull the rope up. And they look, and there's this muskie randomly jumped into this inner tube. And nobody knows what to do with it. They're all afraid of it as it's flopping around in there. And they just, 
they take it back to shore. <laughs> so they drive back to shore with the fish, which is long dead now, pull it up onto the bank, and this is the call that I got, that this actually happened. And I'm still like, you know, come on now. She said, no, I can't make this up. And I could tell they really weren't fishermen. You know, she said, we, 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 my nephew has a fishing license and we have a license. We were fishing off the dock and, and I explained to them that they can't do it. But, you know, they, they went ahead and they took it down to the, uh, the local butcher shop around here. <laughs> and because I said I couldn't come do it. I was two hours away. And they took it down there and they walked into the store with this fish saying, can you guys cut this up for me? And they proceeded to tell them, Get that thing the hell out of here. It's illegal. <laughs> yeah. You're standing in the middle of our butcher shop holding this uh, muskie. But, uh, yeah, it's a story that is hard to believe. It's one of the crazier things I've heard. But uh, that's what happened. Jumped into an inner tube. Jumped into an inner tube, was there, too. <clears throat> did, did, did you know what they did with it after that? I have no idea. They called you. They called me to come fly it. And they were staying at the Chautauqua Institution. Mm-hmm. She said, I know it's probably, you're probably just got done fishing, but she said, we'll make it worth your while. You come down and fly this. We want to have a dinner and we want to do this with this fish, you know. And like I said, who knows if it's even on ice at this point? Yeah, I have no idea. It's laying on the cement. I'm two hours away. I'm standing up there to fly the fish. (laughs) I don't care if you say you're going to give me 200 bucks. I'm not driving. Oh, my goodness. Two hours back up to do it. But yeah, they took to the butcher shop and that that was their story. It jumped in there. (laughs) tube while they were tubing i don't know you know that it's a crazy one but that is really what happened (laughs) i would have you know take the tube and flip it over yeah (laughs) problem solved yeah (laughs) i think they wanted the fish you know yeah oh god yeah who knows yeah yeah we'll eat it there for you know fine dining family yeah yeah (laughs) fine dining they put i mean some of those pleasure boaters, when I when I when I see them on the lakes, they're in like five foot of water going fifty mile an hour, cutting through the weeds. So you know, I it probably could. Have, you, I see it almost during the summer every day. You know, so I mean, I guess after so many years, I, I'm I'm not surprised. Yeah, but should Taco Bell got stuck the other day. That, I was about to. I, I made the news. Yeah. Yeah. They, they had a dinner cruise. <laughs> it was a wedding. A wedding cruise. That's stuck in the. No, it, it was it was windy. That thing only goes so so much power, you know. This is a big old steamboat. It's a replica of the steamboats that used to run this lake. It was put on the water in 1976. It's a paddle wheel. Yeah, it's a paddle mm-hmm. wheel. It's a real running steam engine. It maxes out at like nine miles an hour. Well, it got real windy, and they were out, and they had all those people on board, and they were cruising down to one shore, and the lake is down about... It is. Everyone's saying eight inches, but I... <laughs> I think it's more done like a dock. At the docks, <laughs> yeah. I was like, you know, this yeah. is. This you go to launch. I don't know if anyone listens to the fishes you talk, but you go to launch in Mayville. I had my motor trimmed up, and I had to pull it across, and I got the the keel stuck. There's a, there there's no more than I thought it was going to hit the transducer. There there's a big hole where you launch. I mean, I wouldn't go to launch, and and I and I'm not launching down there again until the water level comes up. I don't know if that rains in anything, but. It's yeah, going to take like 7 trillion gallons to bring it up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, it doesn't raise like uh, like this creeks around here. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Just to raise that thing a couple inches. Uh, yeah. So, so the, the wind blew and just... It, where yeah, it, it said, you know, that they get into high winds and they must have got in there a little tight. They were in, they were between Prendergast <clears throat> and the, uh, 
in the morning when I was leaving, I looked over and I was like, why is the Taco Bell I like chilling up against, Anchor. it was like way in by the docks, it was between Pet Prendergast and, and the Bell Tower, yeah. and, and I was looking and the wind was coming that way and I thought, oh my gosh. If, if, if that thing beach. got if that thing got broken off from its mooring oh, or something, oh. and the wind blew it, I was like, there could it, it could have bounced up the shoreline and wiped out everything. I mean, oh, that boat oh. is it's a it's a double decker. It's yeah. ninety it, feet long. Yeah, it would just huge. wipe out docks. And and where it was, like I was like, did it? Well, they wouldn't have stopped there for the night. Did someone go down and untie it and like let it loose? I mean, and it, it bounced the whole way down. I, I didn't know what happened, but I found out. I found, I, someone, I saw it on a, someone sent me a link to it. That that's what happened. They actually got, they actually ran aground. And they came out and got everybody off when, with pontoon boats. Really? That, that would be really embarrassing. Cause, and that's also like that's the wedding bummer. thing. I know. I know that's those terrible. guys very well that own it. I mean, they're great people. And it's a really neat... I mean, it, you know, I love it's a thing. neat part of the lake. It's a neat oh, God, yeah. hearing that steam whistle because he does all the things a captain is supposed to when you're pulling out from port to to, to long blasts when you're pulling in and all, you know, and he does all that with that steam whistle. You can hear it from clear end of the other lake, you know, you miles you the other away. End, yeah. You can hear yeah, it. It's yeah. just been it's been here ever since I've been coming up. So it's a neat. It's a neat thing. You could probably run like 15 prop rods. Yeah. Oh, gosh, you could really do some trolling on that. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that was fun. Telling just some stories. Yeah. Good deal. <clears throat> so, all right, we'll wrap it up here. Uh, you know, find us on Facebook, Fatty Z Musky Products, fattyzmusky.com. Find Muddy Creek Fishing Guides on Facebook, muddycreekfishingguides.com. And, uh, mcfishingguides.com isn't it? mcfishnguides.com yeah alright yeah. if that don't work google it yeah google everything Todd Young Buddy Creek yeah you'll find it yeah, yeah so uh, I guess until next time uh, good luck fishing <laughs>